It's the calm before the storm, more than ever before, as the new DNI director plans to go after QAnon supporters and do a threat assessment, whatever that means. We also have a tale of two stories emerging, whether there's a crackdown emerging from the Joe Biden faction or, which is, of course, China. I'm going to just add, China has approved of everything Joe Biden says or does in the future if I continue to do this work. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be allowed to do so because I think they're going to criminalize the truth soon. And the other narrative is that President Trump is about to strike like the fastest animal on earth. He is about to strike like lightning with the full force of his executive authority at the last minute, the 11th hour, right before minutes to midnight. Here we go, folks, diving into the latest. Welcome back to The Silent War. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our set it and forget it program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our Patriot promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com Link in description. NemosNewsNetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. So apparently outgoing DNI Ratcliffe, Director of National Intelligence, releases a report showing that not only did China interfere with the 2020 election, the CIA management actually pressured analysts not to report it. They skewed the report because they used political pressure and bias here. This was not unbiased. This was not a political this was a weaponization of our intelligence, a, a continuation of a weaponization of our intelligence community. Now, you know, apparently he's outgoing and the new uh, DNI, who has already, I think, been uh, seen before Congress, um, I believe her name is uh, Avril or Avril Haynes. In her confirmation hearing, um, she actually calls for a public assessment of the QAnon threat. Folks, that's Everybody in independent media, if you're not one of the big media companies with your own uh, logo and slogan and you know million dollar studio and uh, full team and everything else that goes into it, you will not be allowed and, and not to mention licensed and, and you know given permission by the powers that be. If you don't have all of that, you won't be allowed to exercise the First Amendment anymore. It's coming very soon. I can sense it already. And that's why I'm telling you, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do this. I, I want to do this work. I'm very passionate about this, and I want to expose corruption. But on the other hand, if they turn off my internet or my bank account or my cell phones or arrest me for, for spreading the truth, I won't be able to continue to do it. So that's where we're at. Um, it's not too far away, and they're going to start to Roger Stone people like me in the Q movement who have just exposed fake news. That's all we did. Now, continuing from there, Nancy Pelosi is nervous. This is something that gives me hope. She is very nervous that Trump loyalists have been installed as the NSA general counsel. 
as President Trump is apparently going out. She wants to block this placement. Now, this was Miller that put them in there, so Miller is a patriot, uh, possibly even part of the Q team himself, and uh, he has uh, a couple of interesting re uh, repositions lately and reorganizations uh, within the military structure. And all of that has been giving me a lot of hope because why do all of that if Joe Biden's going to come in and undo it, especially the day before? Why do anything? Anything that President Trump does by executive order can be undone immediately the day after uh, Joe Biden, who has someone whose full-time job is going to be to hunt down everything Trump did so he can undo it. There's going to be a czar of undoing Trump, erasing him and everything that he did. But on the other hand, um, we'll see what happens. Now, Florida man arrested for plotting violent attack on pro-Trump protesters at the state capitol building. Another radical, most likely Antifa, who is planning to kill Trump supporters if necessary. They are out there hoping that it comes to violence and civil war because they want it. They truly do. They want the violence. Now, GOP leader Mitch McConnell saying that the insurrectionists, interesting word, were, quote, provoked by the president and other powerful people, end quote. Get ready, folks. The Republican establishment are going to throw the Trump base under the bus completely. Now, they're still begging for your donations, right? One other thing that gives me hope is that the head of the CIA is stepping down. Now, I don't know if her job is just done and she's retiring from betraying America and our president and stabbing him in the back like so many others, or is she stepping down and resigning because she's being forced to? Remember, just Friday, President Trump and a number of others, including Mike Lindell, met, and Mike's notes leaked out a little bit, and they were discussing replacing her with Cash Patel, a patriot. Kind of a, a fire starter. You know, I've, I've seen some of his uh, interviews and such. He's an interesting character. Seems like he has a lot of guts, though. And he seems to really support our president. But continuing from there, we have Gina Haspel stepping down. And that is something. Now, I want to mention briefly that if you haven't already, you, the supporters of this show, make this possible. And we cannot do this without you. In fact, I'm not sure we can even do it with you because very soon we may not be allowed to even receive an income or even have a bank account that is that is where we're headed to and, and just today in fact I could go into it but Reuters of all people are reaching out to me to try to ask me questions about who supports us who's still brave enough to support uh, you you crazy independent media because they're gonna go after them they're gonna go after all of our sponsors and our sponsors need you patriots to support them as well or they'll go down, and we will go down with them. It's that simple. We're down sort of to the last line, our backs against the wall and each other. And we are surrounded by deep state. But if you want to stay awake and fight this fight with us, there's no better way than the Great Awakening Coffee. At thegreatawakeningcoffee.com, which is one of our Patriot sponsors, you can sign up for a subscription of Gourmet Coffee, there's one-time options as well. We also have organic blends. I mean, there's really great, great coffee options on here. I was not a coffee drinker until I actually 
started to try this one and I kind of got hooked for a while and I admit it. Um, my favorite would probably be either the Bali Blue or I think maybe, you know, the Vanilla Hazelnut. Um, I, I kind of, I like the flavored stuff. Anyway, continuing on. I also want to mention that at the Biden inaugural, there are 2,000 National Guard troops being sworn in as Special Deputy U.S. Marshals. This means they can arrest people. How many do they plan on arresting? I mean, no one's even coming. Not to mention, they've got crew-fed machine gun platforms. They have missile platforms, anti-air platforms. I mean, what is going on here? Over 60,000... Uh, National Guardsmen have been uh, activated. I believe that's the nationwide number, but hell, I, that could just be in D.C. at this point. It just continues. But here's the trick, and here's what gives me uh, pause and what concerns me. The FBI are involved in vetting these National Guard troops. They're afraid of an insider attack, and now they're trying to get rid of all the radicals and, and white supremacists or whatever the hell that means. When we know what really that means, that means anyone who has a, uh, a pro-Constitution or pro-Trump statement, got caught wearing a MAGA hat or ever shared anything from Q or anyone who was uh, an influencer of Q. If you ever did any of that, you are on that list of terrorists now. And uh, they're going to purge them. And if you don't believe me, Biden's Secretary of Defense nominee is already saying it before he's even in. He will rid our ranks of racists and extremists. You know what's left? First of all, there won't be that many left because, well, most of the country are patriots, not racists and extremists, because that's just what they call anyone who doesn't agree with their Marxist radical ideology. They want power, and if you don't give it to them, you're a racist, remember? But, or a Nazi, or, or, or you know, a, a sexist, or a, a homophobe, or a transphobe, or a Whatever it is, just something they can use to hurt you because you don't give them power. That's always what it is. All of these isms and ists that they try to label us with are a pretext to hurt us because we won't give them power. So what's going to be left? Well, there won't be any military left except for a few radical left soy boy Antifa types. But it will mean that our military is no longer a noble profession no longer reliable, no longer honors our Constitution, and is no longer safe to be around. That is not the kind of military we want, folks. You do not want to have our fighting men and women and the people who run our nukes to be controlled by 100% radical Antifa leftists. That is how worlds end and I want to end with a special video by Project Veritas where Twitter was busted undercover yet again. You know how they do. They always bring out multiple videos in a series. It's never just one. They've already released a few. But this shows that they have plans to enact more uh, political censorship on a global scale. So with that said, I'll leave you with this video. And I hope you found it to be of value. We'll See you on the next one. If we're allowed to do this, we'll be here and reporting the news. Uh, please support us if you can. Sign up on our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. And you can find our sponsors page and discounts and everything else at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. I forgot to mention, so if you're still around here at the end, 
uh, we do have a special discount at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. The coupon is wake up, and until the 22nd of January at midnight Pacific, you'll be able to get 25% off the entire store. So give those uh, coffees a try, maybe one of the samplers if you're not sure what flavor. You can get a, a sampler bag and try different flavors and see what you like. That's what I did. I'll see you on the next one. Enjoy this video. Project Veritas. Dustin Nemos out. James O'Keefe here, Project Veritas. Last week, we released that whistleblower tape of CEO Jack Dorsey expanding his ideas of censorship. Not only was Project Veritas not deplatformed, we were trending number six on Twitter. Get ready, because today, you're about to hear from one of Dorsey's top executives, Vidya Gaddy. She's the legal policy trust and safety lead. She does not know that she was being recorded in this staff meeting. And here she is on video, discussing how and why Twitter put the president in a timeout before he was permanently banned. You can hear her talking about that and more. Uh, the civic integrity policy in particular um, has a range of options um, from labeling to removal in some instances to um, permanent suspension. Yeah, Vijay, I think you, you have the list of the top questions on, on talk as well. Yes. Um, some of the main themes we're seeing, um, I think I've tried to address them. Um, but uh, whether we believe Trump's tweets are inciting violence and having real-world harm, I think we've seen that, in fact, they are. I think the question is which ones are. We've also seen that Trump has attempted, um, since coming back from the timeout, to um, de-escalate the situation, uh, which I think has been helpful and important for um, some, if not all, of the people who are following um, him. So we do think that that is um, a risk, and that's why we're continuing our evaluation of how these tweets are being received and interpreted. Next, Gaddy exposes Twitter's plans to scale the censorship that we are currently experiencing here in the U.S. globally. Gaddy says they're doing this because of the violence that has unfolded as a result of, quote, either misleading information or coded rhetoric. We wonder which leaders will be banned next. When it comes to big tech, it's no surprise that a cultural bias may exist, but at Twitter, it seems their own employees have become the activists running the company. Gaddy sounds almost apologetic to her own staff for initially only putting Trump in a timeout. And then the last question, which, you know, obviously would love Jack's point of view, but um, what is, uh, have we read the letter from employees demanding Trump to be suspended, and what's our point of view on that? within the letter that speak to the retro and how publicly we need to be about what we've learned uh, about our policies around our actions. One question in particular was just around, uh, you know, the first strike and that and the 
12-hour suspension. Um, and if we consider just the severity of the president's tweets and why we didn't maybe jump uh, a couple steps ahead uh, versus just sticking to the, the kind of first strike in the 12 hours. Absolutely. We had a really robust discussion about whether it should just be a permanent suspension. Um, at the end of the day, we felt um, that this was a significant, this punitive action that we were taking was a significant escalation from how we had um, enforced our strict integrity policy against the president um, in the past. We felt that it was um, important to send that message that we were incredibly concerned and that this was a significant violation of our policy. But we also felt that um, it was important to um, build trust to also warn before a permanent suspension um, of an account um, of this importance, particularly in light of the fact that there were also messages of conciliation and um, um, asking protesters to leave and to be peaceful, etc. So obviously it was a judgment call, um, and we're relying on judgment of uh, you know our teams and your leadership, me, Jack, and um, you know at the end of the day that was the judgment that we made was that was the right approach. I can totally see why other people would come to a different conclusion, and it's a reasonable conclusion. Um, and it was just a different. I drew the balance in a, in a different way, given um, where I think long term we want to be in terms of building trust and enforcing policies consistently and providing adequate notice um, before we take a very um, uh, aggressive step like a permanent suspension. Last week, one of our investigations into voter fraud led to the arrest of an illegal ballot harvester in Texas. Her name. Raquel Rodriguez, and although she could face up to 20 years in jail, the mainstream media and big tech refuses to acknowledge that voter fraud exists. It's no secret that big tech was censoring most voter fraud stories, even ours. But listen to how they justify this censorship of something that is absolutely, incontrovertibly true. There's also been a lot of questions about retros, um, and um, uh, of course we're going to do a retro. Of a retro around the election generally, this will be most definitely folded into it. What we saw Wednesday morning was really concerning to us, obviously. So, uh, a small team gathered from Trust and Safety. We were discussing um, the potential for violence to happen, and we decided to uh, escalate our enforcement of the civic integrity policy and use um, a label that disabled engagements. Um, to stop the spread of potentially inflammatory um, content, which is the content around uh, election interference, election fraud, stealing the election, uh, that type of thing. We think that the severity of what's happening on the ground, coupled with the information that's contained in these tweets, this misleading information about the election being stolen, um, and uh, massive fraud around the election, are what is changing our analysis of how we should enforce this policy. Um, it is a much more severe violation, um, given what we're seeing on the ground. We made the decision yesterday that we are going to actually um, be more aggressive in our enforcement beyond deamplification. We are actually going to, for accounts that are primary purpose, um, spreading QAnon theories, we are going to, conspiracy theories, we are going to be permanently suspending those accounts. We are doing everything that we can to ensure that Twitter is being used in a positive way. If you're on the inside of big tech, mainstream media, or federal government agencies, reach out to us at veritastips at protonmail.com. Be brave. 
do something.